Dave. I'm so good. You know what we have not discussed? No. Yet what? is that um we ended 2019 with such a bang. We went to a taping of Will and Grace. That's right, we did. Uh we have to thank Katie Palmer, yes. who works with Max Max Muchnick, uh-huh. uh who's, you know, of course, co-creator of the show. Mm-hmm. And she facilitated getting Max here for that great interview and yeah. then getting us there. And we went just thinking we're just a couple of regular folks sure. in the audience watching a tape, a live taping, yeah. like everybody else, who yeah. is mostly tourists, presumably. Which well, already super fans. was all, yes, and a super lot of fans. Will and Grace super fans from all over the world. And already we were thrilled. Yes, um, it, we were, it was. This was the penultimate episode, true, which probably will be airing soon, I guess. Um, and then I don't know. Halfway through, Katie comes up to the bleachers, pulls us down. Yeah, we've been chosen. Yeah, plucked like supermarket sweep. We get to go down. We walk on the stage. We get to go in and take a picture on Will and Grace's. Iconic couch with Max. Unreal. The, which this was literally the last day that that set was going to be in place. Yeah. Um, because they're ending the show. Everything's going away. We got to see the uh, the decor up close. Way more phallic than you would imagine. Oh, absolutely. All kinds of little little phalluses, phalli everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, which he helpfully pointed out. Um, yeah, and then we got to hang out like on the floor yeah. as uh, as scenes were being taped. We're like lurking over the writers and they're, as they're watching on the monitors. It was incredible. It was, it was incredible. So much fun. And then, and this this makes me laugh, but the kind of the best part. Yep. It was amazing watching the show. It was great watching them hit their marks. Like nobody flubbed ever, but they would like do a take and then the writers would get together and they would pitch new jokes and then mm-hmm. they would do another take with the new jokes. And uh, so it was, you know, it's a longer process than you would imagine. So, so Katie pulls us down. We take a bunch of pictures on the set. We like catch up with Max a little bit. Max go, gets back to work and Katie pulls us aside and says, here's the best part. You guys can go now. <laughs> Which like, you know, you don't want to leave early, right? but at the same time, it's like, it's, it's going to be a, a five, long... six hour process. Yeah. And after a couple, it's like, you know what? I kind of would like to leave. Yeah. So she like snuck us out the back way. Cause it's not easy to leave. Everybody no, leaves as a group in the audience. And then they bust yes. you where universal studios back yeah. to the entrance. So it, they yeah. try to do it in a very organized yes. way. So we were just refugees, uh, from a pleasurable experience. Right. So, so we leave, we can't take the shuttle. So we walk around the, uh, the universal back lot. Um, and our cars, our cars are a mile away in in the parking structure yeah. up on the top of the hill. So then we see in the distance a uh, an escalator. We're like, well, I guess let's go to the escalator. We hop a little fence to get to the escalator. We go up the, to the top of the escalator. We're in Harry Potter land. We yeah. We, we somehow we went from being back lot to inside the park. Yeah, we snuck inside a theme park. Just li- innocently trying to find our cars. But yes. now we've broken the law. Bro- utterly broken the law. Uh, got to walk right up to the front of the uh, Harry Potter ride line yeah. because it was like a quarter till whenever it closes, and uh, and took it. Hell of a hell of a ride. Hell of a ride. It was what a uh, treat. It was great all the way around. It was such a such a fun like like eighties romp. Yeah, really, yeah. truly was breaking I, into the amusement park. I was afraid we were going to get tackled by security the entire time, but we never were. No. So that's the thing. Go see Will and Grace. Leave early. Sneak into the theme park. That's our <laughs> advice to you. Um, speaking of live shows, yeah. next Friday, uh, January 24th, if you are in Los Angeles, 
uh, at Dynasty Typewriter. Uh, Scott Gimple and I are doing the Friday 40 again, our little comedy game show, which we uh, used to do every week when there was an IO West, but now there isn't. And then we did it at Nerd Melt. Now that doesn't exist anymore. So now we're going to close down the Dynasty Typewriter. Uh, we're up 8 p.m. January 24th with Joey Greer uh-huh. and Karen Kilgareth. Wow. It's going to be amazing. Um, we'll we'll tweet out all the stuff on at Homophilia. Pod. An all star cast. An all star cast. And and remind people how the show works. You you have it's forty questions about the events of the previous seven days while we all drink forties. Sort of like half sketch comedy show, half game show, and beer. What and a dream! It's, it's going to be a ball. Also, while we're pitching stuff, please RuPaul's Drag Race. Excuse me. That's right. We have a uh, we have a listener named John. And his kitties, Layla and Kitty, or maybe just one whose name is Layla Kitty. I'm not really sure. I think it may be just one. Um, he has a great Instagram account. Oh, yes. RuPaws, P-A-W-S, of underscore course. drag, underscore race. Uh, and each year, now he does a catalog with, uh, with his cat in some iconic looks uh, that you will know from... Um, from RuPaul's Drag Race. Cute. Like, there's Layla in Latrice Royale's All-Star f- All-Stars 4 promo look. Also, you'll notice that on Sat- Saturday, January 4th, it's a birthday for Matthew McConaughey. Come on. That's right. Oh, so if you want this catalog, so it certainly brightened my 2019. Uh, at RuPaul's underscore drag underscore race or RuPaul's Drag Race.com. Thank you. This is so sweet. Yes. Thank you, John. Thank you, John Jeffords. Wow, I share a birthday. I knew I shared a birthday with Michael Stipe and obviously Diane Rayfield, also with Aja. Oh, wow. One of the greatest queens of all time. Let's see if I share a birthday with anyone. Wait, what's your birthday again? Uh, March 14th. I know that already it's Emmanuel Lewis and Billy Crystal, but I don't think either of them. They did not make the. Simone Biles, Anthony from Queer Eye, and Kevin Williamson. What a great crew. Not a bad day. Not a bad day. Uh, Our guest today. Yes. Is a treasure. Yes. Uh, a TV writer and uh, living baby doll. Yeah. Marcos Luevenos, whose last name I apologize for always butchering well, horribly, but... Um, he'll probably get it right. And he's coming up next. Yes. And we're back, Marcos how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Although you were just telling me that you are about to uh, go on an adventure, a solo adventure. Yes. Which I'm a little concerned yeah. about. Are you- <laughs> Explain. You sound like my parents. Yeah. Um, uh, I am going uh, on vacation to Puerto Vallarta um, because uh, I'm a TV writer, producer, and uh, I worked on two shows back to back with no hiatus. So for like a year and a half, I had yeah. no break. And uh, so now's like my time. And uh, I booked this trip. Uh, and on my Apple weather, it said that uh, Puerto Vallarta was supposed to be sunny, sunny, sunny all mm-hmm. week. And now it's rainy, rainy, rainy all week. So uh, I will be in the rain in Puerto Vallarta by myself. Not sure what's going to happen. So. I think that's fantastic. Thank you. I like to travel alone. I do as well. I went, I was just telling Matt, I went to uh, Europe a few years ago by myself. And like, um, uh, I just, I learned a lot about myself. It it's was the very way to do it. introspective. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about anybody else's schedule. You don't have to worry about slowing anyone down or speeding anybody up. It's all you. 100%. I get to decide what I want to do every single day, and it's great. It's great. You can also do the best thing in the world to do while traveling, which is lying. 
all day long. Yeah. You can say your name is anything you want it to be. <laughs> you can say your job is anything you want it to be. A hundred percent. It's a lot of fun. I thought you were yeah. going to say you can do the best thing, which is get on them apps. Oh, yeah. we'll you could also do that. We'll yes. Oh, yes. We'll come back to the apps. Now, yeah. what would you, if it were not raining in a, in a perfect world, what yeah. would you be doing in I part of Iarna? would hopefully be like going to the beach every day. But sure. um, I did book a few things that like I'm hoping still, uh, you know, I get to do like um, I booked uh, going to a tequila plant, like where fun. I like learn how they make tequila and see it happen. And so, wow. hopefully, drink a bunch. So great, yeah. great. Yeah, I think drinking a bunch either way seems yes. necessary and yeah. inevitable. Yeah, very much so, and beautiful. <laughs> now that you have this downtime, what yeah. are you? What have you been watching, binging, catching up on Ooh. that you didn't? Able yeah. to see before. I've been watching uh, Aquarian in Japan, which uh, I found to be very entertaining. Oh, yeah. um, uh, a little odd, like because of the language barrier and like cultural barrier. Sometimes it felt a little like they were kind of like forcing them to do things that maybe like are not totally okay in Japan. Uh, but um, but I've been enjoying that. Um, I've been watching Watchmen, oh, and uh, yeah. which I enjoy very much. Like I don't really totally understand everything that's going yeah. on, but I I like it very much. Did you read and the uh, the the book? I did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I enjoy. I liked it very much. And yeah. um, and Regina King is a neighbor of mine, so I like I Come see her on. at the grocery store a lot. So um, I'm I'm just very excited to. Yeah. You see her at the grocery store? Yes, I see her. At, I, I don't want to like say the exact <laughs> grocery you store, in the, software, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, but she's I see her at the grocery store quite often. Do you often. say? Do you make contact? I did say like because uh, you know the thing like when you see an actor in LA and like you think you're like oh that's my friend yeah, I, I yeah. know them like I did say hi once um, and I in the middle of it I was like oh that's not that's not my friend uh-huh. and uh, but the, she said hi back which was very lovely and very nice so uh, she is your yeah. friend now yeah I think so I think you're right She's royalty <laughs> she is yeah I mean yeah Emmy and Oscar winner and probably other awards that I'm not un- unfamiliar with probably yes yeah she's one of the best we got yeah yeah, yeah. what is happening? Like, what is happening in Watchmen? I have not started yet. Yes. Oh, okay. So it's after the events of the book. Yes. And it's like, it's many years after, and uh, like the characters are in totally different places, and the main Watchmen are no longer like a focus of of the series. Like, they're in it like in different ways, but they're not like... The main focus, which is interesting. And when you uh, say main watchmen, who are they? They're uh, like Dr. Manhattan and uh, Silk Spectre and uh, other people. I don't know if you read the book or I watched sure the movie. Know. There was no. a movie that came out a few years ago, and like those were uh, the main characters that were in the movie. And uh, But they're not um, They're not the main characters of the gotcha. show. Yeah. I did see the first episode. Loved it. Yeah. Didn't know what was happening. Right. <laughs> um, loved Regina King. Was disappointed I didn't see Jean Smart, but I know oh. she's coming. She's yeah. coming. She comes in a few episodes, like I think three episodes in, but she's very good. And she plays one of the original Watchmen who, uh, com- you know, comes in later so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and has a Doctor Manhattan dildo. Yeah, yes, uh, she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there, there is that. Uh, there is that. That. Oh, that, this that is a real out. thing. It's a real yeah. thing. Vibra- I would say vibrator. I'm not really quite sure. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't I seen think it. I only... think it's a vi- more. I think it's a vibrator. Yeah, um, meaning but, yeah. it's in the likeness of his of his member. of his genitalia. Yes. Oh. Um, yeah, and it's metal. And I think I could be wrong, but I think the difference between a dildo and a vibrator is that a vibrator is. Metal and a dildo is is uh, a, some sort of like prosthetic plastic, but this was one hundred percent metal. I think uh, okay. I could be wrong. I might be speaking uh, out of turn. <laughs> um, what did you grow up watching and loving? 
Um, I grew up uh, definitely watching, like, you know, I think network TV, like, ever, like pretty much like every other kid, like Friends, yeah, One no Grace, mm-hmm. all of that must-see TV, must TV stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, loved the Golden Girls, obviously. You know, um, uh, really, like, got very into Sex and the City around college um, and uh, went to NYU, actually, when they were filming the last um, the last part of the final season. So got to see, like, them shooting it here and there, um, wow. which was very fun and so a thrill yeah yeah but yeah all those shows i think you know like any group of friends trying to figure things out in the city was very much like on brand for me and like still things i'm trying to write at this point so your single guy your uh veronica's closet yeah (laughs) i square i love i I remember all those i watched all of those caroline in the city (laughs) yes (laughs) uh there's another one i loved partners yeah oh Oh, i don't remember deborah messing and the the guy Uh, from thomas hayden church Mm -hmm. right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and they played like yeah this divorced couple who were mad at each other for some reason i can't quite remember oh no sorry oh yes yes. partners is was a more recent show with um michael yuri and um a guy who played superman maybe yes Yes. Yeah, him. There was also a movie called Partners in the early 80s. Do you remember this? I've never seen it, but I I remember seeing the video box when I would go to like movies to go, which then became Blockbuster. But it was it was like it was about a pair of cops who were partnered to solve a crime, but here's the thing, one of them's gay. Whoa. What? So That's, what? Yeah. How yeah. when how, how do they work I, together? Well, I mean, I don't I don't know cuz I haven't seen it. It seems improbable, <laughs> I know, but the um but the the video box, it was like the the one, like the straight cop was like holding up his back or whatever mm-hmm. and the gay one um oh no the the straight one was holding a gun mm. and the gay one was holding a hair dryer Ooh, <laughs> okay. and like doing his hair because like, he was good. <laughs> i thought for a second you were gonna say he had his badge but like uh, was doing it like yeah, an limp, doing, an limp yeah. wrist way God. which i thought yeah the, do you remember th- <laughs> the limp wrist is a thing that's gone away lately. no actually it has not because really? kate blanchett recently was doing an interview uh where someone was asking about like something in a movie uh, and they were talking about like uh, the male gaze and she yeah. looked confused for a minute and then um when uh she got it eventually and she was like oh i thought you meant gaze and she like she did a limp she wrist? did a limp oh, wrist she did kate. but i hate yes but also like it's funny because like that was on the internet and everyone was like uh-oh like is she gonna get like you know canceled for this but yeah. then like all the gays were like nope she's a gay icon we love her um yeah, we think right. it's funny she can, say anything. she can say anything yeah she can say the f word that that yeah, type yeah. of thing well, so. no, she can. yes but, absolutely yeah, yeah that was like their yeah their whole response she, i'm but. sorry i know i've said this on here before but i have to tell you that what i was in palm springs one time and i, I happened to be around the time of the palm springs film festival mm-hmm. weren't there for that i just we were aware that was going on at the same time we were just bopping around downtown we went into a novelty sock mm-hmm. store and it was pretty crowded and we like heard across the way there was this family that came in and they were perusing and we heard this family this woman go honey look this guy's got alligators on it and we were like that sounds like a familiar voice and it was Kate Blanchett oh. and her husband and their kids that's amazing browsing and shopping for novelty socks hanging out wow. and being wowed by alligators I like that yeah <laughs> and she was just you know traipsing amongst the male gaze wow of Palm Springs wow we <laughs> uh, which friend are you uh, Have you taken a quiz? Oh, oh, you mean like in the show? Yeah. Oh, I'm hot. Well, it's funny because like I think when I was younger, I think I was more of a Monica. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, I'm 100% Phoebe at this point. Uh, yeah. 
how what what how did you become more Phoebe? I think like I just uh, became like more relaxed. I think uh, in my day to day life, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, shit happens to you. I think when you grow up and you sort of like stop sweating the small stuff. And yeah. uh, I think I used to be more like when I was younger. Um, I had like a lot of social anxiety and just a lot of like um, anxiety in general. And I think I thought like, oh, if I can, you know, uh, control, you know, do everything I can to control a situation, I can make it turn out the way exactly the way I want it. And uh, I think, you know, when you go through life and you realize mm-hmm. like, oh, that's not how it works, you're like, oh, well, mm-hmm. I'm just going to, you know, do the best I can and yeah. focus more on like being myself. And so, yeah. and just playing my guitar at the coffee yeah. shop. And exactly. Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I'll tell you, get a Paul Rudd in your life. Yeah, well, and <laughs> I guess you are a Phoebe now that I think about it because you also have a spiritual a bent to your life. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Can you talk about this? Yes. Yeah. So like, um, I like, uh, engage in, in witchcraft, uh, you know, um, which explain. Uh, yeah. yeah. From the so, <laughs> more information. So it's not like, um, it's a, it's, it's a thing that sort of got blown out of proportion when I started writing on charmed, but, um, basically right, everyone was like, we have yeah, a male yes. witch. <laughs> which is like I'm not any more of a witch than like Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, in terms of like uh, you know, burning sage and like uh purchasing crystals and like setting intentions and you know, meditating and doing things like that. Mm-hmm. Um but uh growing up like um I'm uh an LA native and um Mexican and um growing up uh there just are a lot of like mystical elements I think of uh the culture um uh that uh you um you know that I've just have always had in my life. And so I think it's, um, it's a thing that as I got older, like more, re- more and more recently, I started, um, uh, you know, just engaging with it and, uh, and, uh, have, uh, had some like very interesting things happen. So it, like what? <clears throat> well, funny you should ask. I, um, I, a few years ago, the real reason, like I started getting into it was a few years ago, I went to this, um, Santaria priestess in San Francisco and she's supposed to be like, the oldest one in San Francisco who's been doing it the longest. And um, she read my shells. And uh, so that's a thing where... I don't know what that means. So basically, like, um, she communicates with this this goddess. And she asks this goddess, uh, because she's the conduit. And so she asks the goddess um, the questions that I asked her. All I gave her was my name and my birth date. And uh, she... um, uh, And I asked her three questions. And so she, you know, gave me... The, she asked this goddess like what the what the answers to the question were and um uh, uh she gave me these answers and they were very interesting and one of them was so I asked about um at the time I was still like very hung up on an ex and so I asked her about this ex and she was like you know he's uh she's like I can tell you're not over him and she was like um he was not for you but you were very close to being married uh at one you know you guys there's a world where you would have been married um but uh in order to like it's not gonna happen but she Uh was like um uh in order to you know officially move on from him and get over him you have to go to um she's like i'm seeing a park you have to go to this park and she was like i think you know what i'm talking about um and you have to say goodbye to him and so in my head, I'm like, this is really freaky oh, because it. there was, <laughs> there was, uh, this Valentine's day where, um, when I was with this boy, we, um, we tried to go to like a bunch of different restaurants. Like we didn't have a reservation. We couldn't get in anywhere. So we just like got some sandwiches and went to Barnstall park in Los Feliz. Mm. And we, um, had wine and like had this really fun, just like very low key Valentine's day in this park. And it was super fun. And it was like one of the best, I think, memories of like our relationship, so I knew exactly what she was talking about. Um, and But I was like, you know, how do I 
how do I say goodbye to him? Like, I haven't seen him in months. I don't, you know, we've been broken up for like a year, I think. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And she was like, you'll know what to do when you get there. She was like, but as soon as you get home, you have to go to the park and you have to say goodbye. Uh I was like, okay. So I flew and she didn't know it was, I lived in LA. She didn't know anything. So as soon as I flew back, I was like thinking about it. And she had been right about some other things, but other things, you know, she was wrong about. um, And so I get back and I'm going for a run in my neighborhood because I live pretty close to the park. And, um, and I was like, I'm just going to run by there and just like see if he's there. Um, and, or, you know, I'm just going to see what she means basically. Right. So I run there and my ex is there. Whoa. My ex-boyfriend is there and just leaves just hanging out in the park. And- no, there's a theater there and he was there to see a friend, I think in like a play or something. And so he was there and we met up and we were talking and he was like, it's so funny. Like I was just thinking about you in this moment. And I was thinking about that Valentine's day. And I didn't tell, I didn't tell him cause it sounded really like sure. weird and freaky, mm-hmm. but yeah. I was like, Oh yeah, I was, you know, I was like, yeah, I, I, I think about that too. Every time I come here and, um, and at the end of our conversation, I was just like, it just came out. I was like, Oh, uh, I'm going to say goodbye now. So, and I said goodbye and I haven't seen him since. And I really felt like I got over him in that moment. So, wow. yeah. And, and so yeah. you you were saying it almost under the guise of, I'm going to casually say goodbye now yes. and make my exit. But there, it yeah. was just the, the subtext was, real, was all there. Was, yes. I, did it feel like closure? Yes. Oh, very much so. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I really saw this story going toward a flash mob. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she would just like call ahead. And, right. You know, uh-huh. There would be a dance routine so, or something. Right. Really, yours is better. <laughs> I want to come back to the, the X and get into all it. We'll do yeah. that after the break. But Okay. Um, that, it, does, how does it play out in your day-to-day life otherwise? What is, do you have a daily practice? Or? It's not really a daily practice. It's more of like, um, it's more in sync with the moon. So whenever there's like a full moon, uh, I have some other friends who are uh, involved in it as well and are interested. And so we usually try to get together. Some, it, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes we have to, you know, do things separately. But anytime there's like a full moon, we'll like look uh, research like what it's supposed to manifest and we'll uh you know set our intentions and and burn candles and um yeah and you know um it's uh, another interesting thing that happened was um uh as you know we know from being tv writers like um i was supposed to work on this one show and everyone was like oh it's gonna you know um it's gonna get ordered like my agents weren't even like Sending, sending me out for other stuff. They were like, no, like, you, this is it. Like, the showrunner wants you. It's going to get ordered, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I lit a candle, like, to, you know, uh, set that intention. And and um, and then the show didn't get picked up. And so I was like, oh, shit. Like, I I need to still look for a job. And, um, uh, but I, and the candle was like, you know, about halfway done. And I was like, I'm not going to blow it out yet. I'm just going to, like, see what happens. This is one of the ones you leave burning all the time. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah, I, so I buy those, but I'm always afraid to do it. <laughs> you got, yeah, I do. That seems unsafe. It did. You got to put it in a bowl of water, and I oh. put that bowl of water in the kitchen sink. So it's like I try oh, to do it, fun. you know, as like safely as possibly. And sometimes, like when if like I'm leaving for like a long period of time, I will blow it out, but I'll like you know, um, or snuff it out, and then yep. like you know, set the intent, like say, state, like okay, this I'm not ending my intention, but I'm just like you know, postponing it until later. Uh-huh. I mean, but, so uh, this one was halfway. It was about halfway done, and this was like on a Friday, and so I let it burn through the weekend, and then on Monday, um, I just got like a random email for Charmed, and it was like, um, can you meet today? And so I like went and did the meeting. It went well, and then when I came back from the meeting, 
um, uh, I got the call that I'd got the job and I went to look at the candle and just then the candle had gone out. Amazing. So it's like this just, you know, really odd coincidences, but that I just feel like. I don't know. How long like, do those things go? I got to jumpstart some, they, some they, stuff. A few days. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Do they have a yeah. like a speedier option? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you getting these from House of uh, Intuition? Some from House of Intuition. Some from uh, random botanicas in Los Angeles. Some of them I get as gifts. Uh-huh. Just you know, yeah, yeah. I'll bring you one. I'll bring you. you yeah. Um, I know they're not connected. I know it's a whole different <laughs> production crew. I know it, yeah. it's all different. Do you have any Shannon Doherty stories that you can share? <laughs> do I have any? Um, do you have any that I can share? We, uh, I will, oh, you mean I the work... trickle down from the charm yeah. connection? Yes. I was like, how are we getting to Shannon from no. yeah. House of Intuition? Yeah, Got I it. worked on the I worked on the reboot, so right. you know, um, it's I, all different. I can tell Shannon. you that we tried to get her on the show. Gotcha. Um, and uh, the the network for some reason like was not into it, um, mm. which is very weird. Um, okay. She was very into it. She talked about wanting to do it in like interviews, I guess. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, for some reason the network um, was not into it. Um, okay. Yeah, I do. Uh, I did hear because there was someone. Um, who worked on the original production who was on, on uh, this version who said that, I guess, um, like, I guess she didn't know that she was being written off the show oh, when she shit. left the show originally. Like, oh, I guess they like shot two versions. They shot, um, uh, the version of the show and, uh, in, in the finale, um, uh, Alyssa Milano's character and her character are like both in peril. And, uh, the Holly Marie Combs character has to like, decide which one to save like it's her own personal sophie's choice or whatever mm-hmm. uh and then um uh, i guess like um and so shannon doherty thought oh well, they'll figure out a way that you know they save us both and we're both back next season and then i guess she just you know so she shot it thinking like oh i'll be back and then it just didn't happen so i'm not sure like wow. how it all went down but apparently she was under the impression she was coming back which i didn't know i always thought it was like she didn't want to i always assumed yeah. that she wanted out but yeah. and then when I was I was not watching at this time. When then when Rose McGowan showed up, was she like, "Hey, I, you have another sister"? Yes, it was that. that uh, it was that uh, their mother had an affair with their white lighter, which a white lighter is like um, the a witch, uh, which is sort of like guardian and helps uh, them, teaches them the ways of witchcraft and heals them uh, if they ever get injured or whatever. So it was supposed to be that their mother had this like secret affair, and the sister was coming out of the woodwork. I can see why they were excited, why they were on the day of the interview were like, we need him. Right. Yes. Yeah. And it was, you know, supposed to be a Latinx reboot, uh, which it sort of was. Um, uh, it turned into, I think, more of a multicultural reboot. But um, yeah, being, you know, of that uh, cultural. Uh, if you're background. not qualified to write this show right. for uh, multiple reasons, exactly. who is? Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Let's take a break. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Yeah. We're back with Marcos. Hello, Marcos. Hi. So where shall we begin? I mean, do we go back to this X that we were talking about? Well, we've achieved closure though. (laughs) Yeah. I just want, I'm just curious about the, that year period in between the breakup and the goodbye. Clearly you were going through a lot. Yeah. What was happening? Yeah. So, um, there was, uh, I had had this like a very like difficult, um, uh, interaction with, 
uh, my father. So like, which oddly enough was not surrounding me being gay. Um, it was around surrounding something totally different. Um, uh, so uh, that was a weird thing going on. I had just gotten, um, uh, I'd been like, I think off of work for about a year. And that's when I met him. And uh, I had just gotten uh, this job uh, on telenovela, um, writing on the show telenovela on NBC. And it was my first like, you know, network show. So it was, um, uh, it was like, I previously had been on uh, this BET show, so this was like the big league, and I was working with all these people like Eva Longoria uh, that I was really excited about. So it was just like I think a lot happening at once, and um, and I, you know, dated this person who um, uh, there were some things that uh, we'd been dating for about a year, and there were some things that I had wanted him to like you know, do like, um, move out of his parents' house and, you know, um, sort of like figure out a bit more like what he wants to do with his life. And, uh, and a year had gone by and like that sort of hadn't happened. And so I, I started to get, uh, I think a little impatient and a little frustrated. And, uh, so yeah, so it just sort of like kind of, um, started to unravel, uh, at, at that point. So, so you were the, the, Lever. Yes. 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 Yeah. I just assumed it was the other way around only because you were still carrying it a year later. Yes. Well, I, like, I, I had tried to get back with him a few times, uh, after, and, uh, he was not feeling it, not having it. So, um, which understandably so, you know, I think like now as I'm older, like I understand like, oh, you know, it's all about when you are with someone and you, you know, become vulnerable with someone, like you're really trusting them and like, you know, to, to, uh, to go back and forth, I think, um, Mm -hmm. can sometimes like, you know, obviously create like a distrust there. And so, Mm -hmm. um, so I, I get it, but yeah. And what's dating like for you at the moment? At the moment, uh, I'm I'm doing it. Like I'm on apps, and you know I get out there. But I've been single now. He was the last, my last, like I think super serious one. Um, so it's been like four years. But um, yeah, I like I'm out there. I'm on apps. I like I date. I do it. Uh, but it's um it's hard to find someone here in uh, in LA with like a car, a phone, a job, an apartment, and like a little bit of ambition. It's kind of hard to find all those things in uh, one person. So who lives like you know within half an hour of me? So uh, yeah, not the easiest thing in the world. But you know, oh, I'm still like internally, I think optimistic about it. Yeah, so, yeah. it's a tough place to date. It really is. It yeah. really is. Yeah, I think the, with more options, like I think be, people have been sort of flooded with like uh, you know um, too many uh, sensory overload right. potentially. Yeah, for so, sure. I don't know. And with open relationships, like I think a lot of times, like people get in them, uh, you know, get in relationships, and then they're just like, oh well, this is you know we're open. So mm-hmm. I think the pressure of like um, being with one other person is sort of gone down, and and you kind of feel like oh you know. All of the East Side is my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. And when are you ever using the apps just for sort of like one night stands or? Yeah. I mean, the ones that are, are for one night stands, I try to, you know, I try to like, sure. I try to stick to the, I think what they were intended to be, sure. um, you know, oh, that's they're nice. a rule follower. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I, yes. I'm very, I went to Catholic school my whole life. So uh-huh. yes, very much a rule follower. Oh, yes. let's get into that. <laughs> yeah. Lord have mercy. Yeah. So where, where in Los Angeles were you? Uh, so I was born in Hollywood, but I was raised out in the San Gabriel Valley, uh-huh. um, out uh, in this uh, little town called Covina. If you yeah. um, mm-hmm. if you go to Palm Springs, that's where you stop to pee uh-huh. um, and get your in and out before mm-hmm. you keep going. There you um, go. And uh, I went to this school, uh, Damien High School, which uh, is an all boys Catholic college prep. Um, uh, yeah, wow. high school. That's very. How, 
How many to a class? It was about 250 okay. guys to a class. And uh, yeah, it's very sports centric. Sure. Uh, clearly, I, I tend to be. Yes, uh, did, not excel, did not excel in any of the sports there. But uh, what yeah. kid were you? I mean, how? I was definitely like a smart, I was like a smart kid in a lot of the AP classes and definitely like an artsy kid. I was always, you know, watching movies or listening to music or I hung out with mostly, yeah, like the smart guys and the gothy kids. Like those were sort of the two, mm-hmm. yeah. the two that I went back and forth. But I was never really like in either group. I sort of like flu- like fluctuated and, mm. you know, went back and forth between those. So It's so crazy. What a premium, especially if you're in an all boys environment, they place on sports. It's crazy. Yeah. And and it's and it persists. I have nieces and nephews now and watching them it's it's like that is still the key. Yeah. Still the key. Well, and I can't imagine anything that that will affect your adult life less. Right, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? I mean, I guess it's the start it's a jump start on fitness, I suppose. Yeah, and maybe like teamwork, maybe and, teamwork, uh, communication, shaking off defeat, yeah, you know, winning graciously. I guess yeah. all those things are good things. Yeah. But it still doesn't, it doesn't feel like it needs to be as important right. as it is. Because it can really set you off on a crazy path if you aren't naturally gifted at it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like, I, there were definitely a lot of parents like who like clearly put all this pressure on these kids to like, oh, yeah. you have to get a scholarship. You have to do that. Like, you know, you're going to go pro or you're going to go, you know, yeah. be this great athlete in college. And, you know, it was kind of, I, it was weird. Cause on the one hand, like, I think I felt like I would have, uh, you know, fit in more if I had had athlete, that athletic prowess, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like I had no pressure. Like, it was very like low stakes for me. Um, that's no pressure from your family to fit in. Or no, to, oh, that's no, weird. not at all. Yeah, even though it's weird, my dad was a football player in high school, and my mom was a cheerleader, and I, still, like, they did not pressure me at all. They knew that that wasn't my thing, and yeah. they just sort of like let me do my own thing, which was very progressive of them. Even yeah. though they're like conservative Republicans, yeah. um, oh, wow. they were. It was very like, uh, yeah, like they never. They always like encouraged me uh, being interested in like art and writing and and film and television, and they never once suggested I go to law school or finance school or anything wow. like that, which was I, unheard of. So I have to be, right. I think, grateful and appreciative Definitely. to them for that. We're lucky. We're very, very yeah. lucky. What was the uh, religious order that ran the school? Uh, th- um, um, not Jesuit. Um, I don't, I can't recall, but definitely Catholic priests. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, all Irish. Uh-huh. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Where were like, you in terms of understanding your sexuality and coming out, how did that all go? Uh, I definitely knew uh, from like a very young age, um, which uh, it was weird. I knew um, when uh, I met my best friend's very attractive father, who was a landscaper, and uh, he had like uh, ruffled my hair one day, um, and I just I had like a stomachache the whole day, oh my God. and I realized like, oh yeah. I like boys, like girls like boys. And, um, and, you know, cause they couldn't put together like what that word was. Um, so, um, I kind of knew pretty early on and like, and looking back, like I would, you know, I did things like I, I ripped up my parents' carpet. Uh, and when my mom asked me why I said, because it was hideous and it had to go. Uh-huh. And like, I would say like, Oh, my favorite color is glitter. Yeah. Like, you know, different things like that, yeah. which I don't know how they were surprised when I came out at 14, but they were, you came out um, at 14. Yes. I, came wow. out, well, I didn't, I was found out more than I came out. Um, I okay. hidden, Let's get into it. I stole some gay porn, um, by hiding it in a Vogue September issue. Okay. So I bought, <laughs> I bought this Vogue September issue and there was 
was gay porn inside. And so I just kept it in there. And then my parents found it. And uh, you're like, I'm you going to put a gay thing inside right. a gay a thing. A gay thing. Yeah. <laughs> a gay, a gay thing inside a doll. Arguably gayer thing. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, they, you know, were just sort of going through my room one day and found it. And, you know, and that's sort of how it came to be. And so. Um, so what was that conversation? It was weird and like very uh, uh, tearful and like very, I think, frustrating. You know, my dad, uh, again, like, you know, very like conservative, uh, you know, Republican, like macho uh, army that man, like, uh, you know, didn't really understand this and, and you know, um, uh, ended up, uh, you know, we ended up going to a lot of therapists, like, uh, and, you know, as we would go to them, they would explain to him, like, you know, any type of, like, conversion thing is illegal and, you know, and so it ended up being more about, like, uh, our therapy sessions ended up being more for him to sort of, like, come to terms with, like, what I was and, you know, what I was doing. And, mm -hmm. um, and it was tough too, because like, I wasn't doing anything. Like I hadn't kissed a boy. I hadn't, you know, met anyone that I'd really had a crush on or liked. And so it was a little confusing, like to sort of be, um, you know, put on the spot for this thing that I hadn't, I, I knew that I, you know, had this attraction, but I, I had no practice. So it was all theory mm -hmm. and it was a little frustrating to be sort of like, um, uh, you know, uh, questioned about something I really didn't know too much about. Um, so, but, you know, as time has gone on, I've sort of learned that, like, you know, it was more about him trying to make sense of it. And as, again, as I've gone on, like, I've learned therapy is more about, like, dealing with other people as opposed to dealing, a lot of it is dealing with your own stuff, but it's dealing how to deal with other people who don't know how to deal with you yeah. or, you know, so, um, yeah, so... That's sort of how it went about. But we're all, like, good now. They've met boyfriends. They're, like, very supportive. And, and so, yes. Did you come out at school? Yes, yeah. I was definitely out. Around in, the same in, time? Around the same time, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. In high school, that is yeah. so brave. Yes, it is brave. But also, like, it is a thing where once everyone knows you're gay, anyone else who's gay kind of, like, comes to you in secret. Yeah. And so I did, like, end up having, like, a secret boyfriend in high school um, wow. for quite some time. Yeah. So how did, what was your cover story? Yeah. Uh, we were, we just, we would be, we were friends, sure. you know, uh, but that we would hook up in six period. Um, we would both ditch six, six period and hook up in the bathroom and wow. yeah. In the bathroom. Yes. In the bathroom. Yes. I know. Yeah. And did, but do you think that you, were there also the same feelings attached that you would have had if you were openly dating? I think like, I think at the time I was like, because it was a uh, senior year. So I think for me, I was like, I'm going to NYU. This is just kind of like fun. Right. Um, but I do remember when I told him that I was going to NYU, he like started crying. He started crying. And I kind of realized like, oh, I think maybe he, maybe he, this was meant a little, maybe he was thinking of right. it in a different context than I was. Um, but I, I, I just assumed that, you know, he was, because he was not out. And so I just assumed that um, he didn't think of it that way. Um, do you know so, where he is now? Um, I do not. No, I, a few years ago, I did someone, a uh, few, like 10 years ago, um, someone sent me a picture of him um, and he had uh, a Target uniform on and like full on face tattoos. Holy so like, shit. Yeah, so um, which is very different from when I remember dating him. So. Oh, this is heartbreaking. <laughs> is yeah, he oh, Nick Carter? <laughs> what, I'm sorry, what did you say? Aaron. Is, it, is he? Oh, Aaron Carter. Oh, Aaron, Aaron. 
It is not Aaron Carter's late. He's now getting face tattoos and he's he's a full, that's actually very sad. Oh no, I didn't know that. It's a Medusa. That's also Rihanna. Stop it. (laughs) Is that true? Is that what it's supposed to be? Oh no. Oh, I thought that was just a really funny joke you just made. No, that's a joke that's on his face. Oh no. I don't know what he's up to now, but uh, this was in the past couple months was documenting a lot of stuff and, Instagram and he's yeah. like cl- very clearly unwell. Oh no, yeah, because yeah, I thought a few years ago he came out as like bisexual, so I thought maybe right. that would like help with you know yeah. his journey, but I guess not. Yeah, I don't know. His journey he's is very much still on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his journey still a, 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 an active Ooh. thing. Um, I can. Oh, I so yeah. So somebody came to you, yes, uh, with. Thoughts and feelings and desires mm. that he yeah. was not comfortable with. Yeah. And that probably that environment was not real uh, supportive of. Right. Yeah. And went completely the other way. Yeah. Which is super duper heartbreaking. I've seen yeah. the same thing happen. And it's I know. Gross. Yeah. So, I'm, that's I'm, my I'm yeah. surprised <laughs> observation. It's not gross. True. And I'm surprised yeah. that he hasn't tracked you down. Yeah. I, I think he's – oh, the other thing is I think he's married to a woman. Now. Oh, I right. think that's the other thing and I think has kids and so I think it's a whole other – you know. but again, I don't know. If, is he gay? Is he bisexual? I, I, uh, was right. I just – Is he just it, pining for you and he's acting <laughs> out by getting face yeah. tattoos? I'm pretty sure no. I'm pretty sure not. <laughs> is it like a memento? Like is it – do they provide a roadmap back right. to his Potent- ideal self? Potentially. This, this is, is the, the right day order? he told me in the <laughs> yeah. period bathroom that he's yeah. going to leave me. That friend, would be wild if – was just a face full of memories, like mm-hmm. from uh, from our uh, interactions. Well, yeah. there's your there's your memoir title. Um, <laughs> full of memories. I mean, <laughs> hooking up in a bathroom in a Catholic yeah. school is yeah. brazen. Yeah. I mean, what if someone were to walk in? I know. Yeah. Did, well, did anyone ever? I mean, I can't really remember. No, we never. We definitely never got caught. I was. We were always in like a bathroom stall or whatever. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, and everyone else was supposed to be in class. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not really. We we hit that pretty well. Gutsy. So yeah. Catholics so, are pretty good at hiding things. So. Yeah, very yeah. true. <laughs> very true. So then you go to NYU and mm-hmm. just it's it, you're in the gayest place on earth. Yeah, living your best life. It was great. Yeah, it was weird. It was like the opposite of high school. Where I became like super duper popular, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, and and you know weird for me, but really yeah enjoyable. So and were Did you, you guys cross paths? Uh, no, I'm oh. sure I was there like 100 years before you. I probably not. I don't know. Probably not. Wait, we, I didn't know you went. Okay, I wait. did. I was. That, that's how I know Casey. We were classmates. Oh, yes. okay. So oh, we awesome. Elders. Oh, very nice. Um, <laughs> what dorms did you live in? I lived in Third North my freshman year. Nice. And then I lived in uh, Lafayette, uh, which is in Chinatown, uh-huh. uh, my sophomore year. And then I lived in Palladium my junior year, which oh. is very fun. Um, What's that? And, uh, Palladium, uh, it's in Union Square. And uh-huh. uh, it used to be this like nightclub that they turned into uh, a very new mm-hmm. college dorm. Uh, and it had a Trader Joe's underneath and it was very yeah, very convenient and fun. And um, and then the last year I moved off campus and I lived in the East Village. And then I moved in with my uh, other boyfriend um, in Williamsburg for a while. Oh, so um, this was a college boyfriend that then carried over? Yes, yes, absolutely. But I, he was not – we met – when I was in college, but he's 10, he was 10, is 10 years older than me. Oh, mm-hmm. so how was it dating a, a real adult? Yeah, it was weird. Um, I think because I thought he would be more of an adult <laughs> um, and uh, he wasn't. So that seems to be um, a recurring theme. But, <laughs> yeah. And I, I think of it now, like he, when we met, I was 21 and he was 
30. And when I turned 30, I remember thinking like, oh, I would never date a 21 year old. That's kind of crazy. Like for me personally, it's a little like there's, I can't imagine there being much to talk about, but I'm looking back on it. I'm like, oh yeah, he, he definitely did that. And so, yeah. Wow. And previous to him, were you Mm. dating throughout college? No, I wasn't. Um, it's weird. I, um, I like, I'm looking, you know, looking for love, optimistic, all of that. But I have always felt like I don't think I get out of relationships what I think a lot of other people do. Like, I'm, I'm by no means a romantic, um, but um, I definitely, um, uh, you know, um, yeah, I feel like I, I think a lot of other people seem to, uh, I see them and they seem to be very fulfilled um, by them. And um, I've always been more fulfilled by other things. So um, it's never really been like a huge um I don't know. It's never really been like a huge, it's very nice when I've been in them and I've enjoyed them very much. And I feel like I've, you know, grown and learned a lot, but it's never been like a huge, like primary focus for me. Um, so like what other things, um, like, uh, experiences and like my career and like friendships and, you know, I mean, it's super hard to do. Um, you know, I'm like a co-EP level now and it's like pretty hard to do for someone who's a double minority. So, um, uh, especially like when I, I started writing 10 years ago. So, um, uh, that's always been something that like, um, I think has been more like, I don't know, exciting to me and my friendships and, um, yeah, like I was telling you being an LA native, pretty much all of my, uh, immediate and extended family live within an hour of me. So that's always been like very, uh, you know, time consuming in a good way. And, um, so yeah, I don't know. It's, um, um, uh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I enjoy them, but, uh, it's, you know, I think a lot of other people like, um, I've noticed a lot of other people, like it seems to be something that really drives them and, but they also seem to really get a lot out of them and need, they, I think, feel the need to be in them a lot, which, um, is not a bad thing. It's just, it's a difference, I think of, uh, you know, emotion. So, yeah. Yeah. So how do you navigate a relationship with, mm-hmm. uh, conservative Republican parents in yeah. 2019? Yeah, well, um, one of my mother has definitely like liberalized very much. Okay. Um, so she's pretty much like, uh, she's pretty much, I think, a Democrat at this point. But my dad's still, um, you know, a Trump voting Mexican American army vet, which wow. is, um, a, you know, we have had a lot of conversations. Uh, and, you know, um, I've explained a lot about like, uh, you know, um, uh, in wanting, you know, me to do well, there's a country full of people who are just like me, who by voting for this person, you're, uh, you know, um, you're denying them, uh, you know, their rights and you're denying them, you know, their, um, their ability to live and, you know, pursue happiness and exist and, you know, just get paid equally. And, um, so I think over the years it's, it's, he's understood more and more, but, um, uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, uh, I think, um, uh, especially after seeing one of my relationships was, re- it was a very hard breakup cause I, um, was, I turned out to be in an open relationship and I didn't know it. Oh, and see, so no, yeah, I know it's not good, but in seeing, um, you know, in seeing me, um, I think like have such a hard time. Um, uh, it was, uh, this, the 10 years older New York guy. And, um, I moved back. I remember I moved back from New York when I was like 24 and I had, no job, no boyfriend, no apartment. And I moved back in with him and I, it was my birthday and he saw me like, you know, break down crying at like an olive garden. And I think like, (laughs) it's really hard not to like, I think feel for someone when they do that. Um, and so I think he really understood in that moment, like, Oh, like, 
he has, you know, these same feelings as even if this, if he were straight, you know, this would be, it's not, there's no difference, you know, the, yeah. the feelings are the same and, and the hurt is the same and, and all of that. So that really totally changed our relationship. Um, I think when he saw me, saw me do that. Yeah. Um, have you ever, have you come to understand anything about him? I mean, has he made an argument that you, you know, I, I not agree with, but that has sort of permeated? Not, not really. No. Um, we, we kind of like just agreed to stop talking about it a few years ago because it just got too frustrating and it was like, we need to be able to be in the same room at the same time for certain things. Um, but, um, no, not really. You know, I mean, it's, it's, um, the only thing that like I can sort of like surmise is that, um, it's just partisan politics. It's like, it's, you grow up a certain way and you associate with a certain party and you just sort of do anything you can to, I think, justify that. But again, like that's by no means a justification on my ends, on my end. And in my opinion, it's just, you know, I think what that thought process is. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, can you go back to the guy who was you were in an open relationship with? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, he was cheating. Yeah, just cheating on me. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> what did he do? What was his deal? Um, so he basically, um, you know, I think, you know, and we're still friends. We're we're still friendly. Um, and uh, he's in a new relationship now. Um, and I think it was just a thing where he, you know, he has, um, in my opinion, again, like a sexual compulsion, a sexual addiction. And I think it was a thing where he was like very ashamed of it early on. And so I think um, he just wasn't able to be, I think, upfront and open and honest about it. And, um, you know, we spent like eight years of being on and off because I was, you know, uh, really trying to make it work in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and he would promise me certain things and then we'd date for a few months and then it wouldn't, you know, clearly he was breaking those promises. And um, so, um, uh, but now, you know, um, he has been able, since me, he's been able to be in relationships where he's able to tell people up front, like, you know, monogamy is not for me. And, um, and I think that's, you know, really great that he's been able to, you know, I think come to the, that conclusion. And, and I think he's been able to be in healthier, more functional relationships because he's been able to do that. So, um, so yeah. Okay. It sounds like monogamy is for you. Um, it depends, you know, depends. it depends. I think it really depends. I think when I was younger, I know when I was younger, a hundred percent, that was definitely it. And, um, now I don't really know. I'm, I'm not really sure. I think it just, it really, I think would depend on the person and we'd have to like, you know, have some serious conversations and get in there and, and, you know, um, you know, see what would happen. So, um, mm. I can't, I can't say for sure or not. I definitely, I think at first for sure, just cause you want to like, at least for me, I want to like have a basis of a relationship and, and really get to know the person and have all of my resources go to this person at first. But then I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll uh, see what happens when the next one comes along. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't and know. If it doesn't work out. Go to the park, say goodbye. <laughs> exactly. Like that can let him go. Marcus, this has been phenomenal. Thank you so oh, much for being here. Thank you for having me. You're yeah. charming. Yes. Oh, ah, how about that? And thank we're all so charmed. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you, man, Dave. I appreciate it. 